Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 Do you have a plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our empowerment architect and goddess gardener, Cynthia Bryan, as she engages in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovations, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your life, business, and personal spaces. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Well, yes, the Star Style party is starting right now, but we do do it with style and we do it with grace because we are wanting you to participate as our power partners on our informational playground of Star Style, Be the Star You Are, brought to the airwaves under the S species of the 501c3 charity, Be the Star You Are. My name is Cynthia Bryan, and I am always very excited to be your personal growth coach and your host of this show. Well, in today's show, we're going to be talking about food shopping, money savers, and how you can keep the most in your wallet by getting you the best uh, deals and the most fresh foods as well as being safe. We're going to also talk about the quality of our soil and the difference between dirt and soil and how to make uh, a great garden by having a great foundation. And do you know what the deadliest creature on earth is? Well, it's just a buzz away and it's probably in almost every state and it is around the world. So we're going to learn how to control these pests and protect your health. So uh, grab a cup of tea or a glass of water, pull up your chair, turn up the volume and enjoy Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Our miracle moment for today brought to you by Be the Star You Are charity. Visit btsya.org to find out everything that's going on, and especially to read the thousands of book reviews that have been done by our star book review team. You can find great books for all ages. This is by Johann Wolfgang von Goethe. One can easily judge the character of a person by the way they treat people who can do nothing to help them. So think about that one. You can judge the character of a person by the way they treat people who can do nothing to help them. As we all know, so many people only befriend other people because they think that those people can lead them to the next best thing, you know, a job improvement or, you know, something to other friends or a glamorous lifestyle. But the best way to judge a friend is when you have absolutely uh, or they have nothing to gain and you have nothing to gain. You just really want to be their friend. 
So here in our first segment, we're going to talk about saving time and money, and specifically when you are grocery shopping. I don't know how many of you read Consumer Reports or are members of Consumer Reports. It's really a great uh, subscription because it is 100% financed by subscription and it doesn't take money from companies to, you know, to advertise or to give better ratings or any of those things. So I have found throughout the years that it's a company that you can really trust. So when you do have questions about you know, the efficacy and the integrity of a company, you might want to check with uh, Consumer Reports. And you can go to uh, their online at cr.org. But we're going to talk about what the experts think of how you can best save time and save money, especially in food uh, shopping. And all of us love to save money. There's no doubt about it. It doesn't matter how much money you make. If you're in the top 5% of wage earners or if you're in the middle class or if you're on the poverty level, no matter who you are, we all are trying to save a little bit. So these are some tips that I think can really help you and you will um, become a better shopper and you can actually apply a lot of these tips to other kinds of shopping experiences as well. Now, one of the things that many people don't know is that you're going to find the lowest cost of the generic versions of uh, many, many goods, including paper goods, cake mixes, and staples, either on the very highest shelf of your supermarket or on the very lowest shelf. Now, the reason for that, it's almost just like books, uh, and I'm being a, 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 a bookseller, a book publisher, a book writer, I know this, is that the retailers, they can charge the manufacturers a fee to be at eye level. So if you're not paying that fee, you're probably not at eye level. How it works with books is if ever you see the cover facing out, the publisher or the author has paid a premium so that the book was facing out. And I remember when my first book came out, my dear sister went to the bookstore and she was so excited that they had several copies of my book in stock. But the publisher had not paid the extra fee to have it facing out. So it was just the spine. And she went and she took all the books and she lined them up so they were facing out. And she called me and she told me what she did. And I went, oh, well, that's wonderful, except for I hope we don't get in trouble because We didn't pay for that service, and that is a service. That's why they have what's called end caps. Whenever you see things on the ends of aisles, uh, you know, with promotions, the manufacturer has paid for that because people are looking at eye level, and they're looking on the end caps. Now, there are discount apps that you can use that could really help you besides your loyalty cards. No matter what store you shop in, you should always have a loyalty card. Even if you're on a vacation and you stop at a store for the first time, as I did recently, I stopped at a store that I'd never been in. I immediately signed up for the loyalty card and I actually saved $20 off of what the marked prices were. So these are a couple of apps. One is called um, Ibotta, I-B-O-T-T-A, and the other one is called Flip. Now, with Flip, you can actually scan the app with the market's checkout scanner, uh, and you can apply savings at that point of sale. And with Ibotta, you can actually select rebates in the app. You can photograph your receipts, and then you can import those savings to an account. 
And then the savings are transferred to a payment app like PayPal or a gift card. So then you can cash those out. So that might be a really good way, especially for all you millennials out there who use a lot of apps. That might be good. And you can also, um, you know, loyalty programs um, like Safeway or Stop and Shop, they also have you uh, build rewards that you can use for gas purchases at affiliated gas stations. I will say, though, that most of the gas stations that I've found with Safeway loyalty cards, they tend to be gas stations that have higher priced gases anyway. So you might want to do some comparison shopping there. Now, as far as navigation help, some store loyalty club apps let you locate items by aisle. And that helps you from a crisscrossing. And, you know, we all, when we go to the grocery store, we all get tempted with all those goodies. That You've heard it before. You shouldn't shop when you're hungry because that's when you make many purchases that you don't need. And you end up eating that bag of chips before you even get to the checkout counter. (laughs) If you don't, um, if you, you might want to keep a calculator handy if the unit price isn't on a sticker on the shelf. Now, only a few states actually have um, recommendations that you have to have it. I think it's nine states actually require these kind of stickers with the unit price, and then other states don't. So sometimes it looks like, you know, the small bag might be cheaper, but the reality is the big bag, because it's, uh, you know, it has it's a bigger amount, it might be less. Uh, and then you can really check between whether it is a store brand, a generic brand, or a uh, one of the high-end brands and see what is the best way. So a calculator is, is if you want to have this, take that time, that does help. One thing that I use often when I'm really looking for something, and this goes for not just food, but, you know, when I'm at the hardware store and I want to buy solar lights, for example, and they're on sale, but the minute I go to find them, they're out of stock. Ask for a rain check. It's just a paper IOU, and you use it like a coupon when the item is in stock, and you can really save Hundreds of dollars this way. I mean, uh, just for example, on the solar lights, I wanted to buy 12 solar lights. Well, the solar lights were that I was going to buy were normally about $5.50 a piece, and they were on sale for $2.50. Well, just think about that. That was That's a big thing. That was over $36 that I was able to save by asking for an IOU. Now, when it comes to real savings, if you really want to be uh, have a good eye, go with the store brands or the generic brands. What's very fascinating, and Consumer Reports did a whole story on this with their trained testers, what has been found that um, at the store brands are very often at prices that are 30% lower than the standard brands. And the interesting things are that generics are made by the exact same company that make those big brands. Now, that is a real savings if you go with the generic. And then when they did the taste testing, you know, the taste was the same or sometimes better. Now, one of my favorite stores, and I'm not being paid, this isn't a plug, but I do love it, um, is Trader Joe's. Now, we had Joe Colum on the show uh, several years ago, and he was the founder of Trader Joe's, and he told us how he got started, etc. And if you have a Trader Joe's in your area, I think that you will love the brands that they carry, and their store brands are really, really great. And of their... Um, 
57 store brands that were tested, 33% were better than name brands uh, that are were like twice the price. So, you know, you can really you can save a lot of money by buying things like cereals and and nuts and mayonnaise and even ice cream syrup, etc. By just going with the the store brands, and especially when you shop at some place like Trader Joe's. The other thing are credit cards. Do you use a cash back card? There are some great cards out there. Now, for me, I don't want a cash back card because I like to accrue miles. So I use a mileage card. And I we most of the travels that we do, we do them all on miles. It takes a lot of time to find the right flight to the right destination. But it really saves a lot, uh, when, especially if you're trying to fly either premium economy or trying to fly a business class. So you might just pay the tax of like $100 and you'll get a, uh, a ticket that is very, you know, <laughs> might be a, a, what was my last one I went on? It was like a week I flew business and the normal ticket was $18,000. I don't know who would pay that kind of stuff. And I just use miles. But if you want cash back, there are cards out there that you can uh, check. One of them is called the Express. Um, I think it's American Express, the Blue Cash Preferred Card. It does have a $95 a year charge, but you get 6% back on your first $6,000 in groceries. You get 3% back on gas and 3% on any department store purchases, and then 1% on other purchases. It also will return $150 to you if you spend $1,000 in the first three months. So let's just say somebody who spends $200 a month on gas, $500 on groceries, and $100 at a, at a department store, they can um, save so much money over the year. Uh, probably they're going to save something about almost close to six hundred dollars in one year and that's including that $95 charge and just about $1,500 you know uh, in a couple of years so that might be worth it so definitely check that out another thing about shopping is to shop when it's quieter out and the busiest times to shop on weekdays are from 4 to 5 p.m. I would have thought that it would have been you know like after 6 but actually before 8 a.m. and after 6 are the quieter times. I just, I, I know for me, I'm going to just go shop after work. So whatever time that is, I, I can't imagine shopping during the day. But on the weekends, the peak shopping time is 11 to noon. So stay away at those times. The other thing is to check the store circulars. If you really are a saver, there's a lot of coupons and then they have specials. An interesting fact was that uh, when you're looking at the store uh, circulars, a recent survey said that millennials, only about 46% will look at weekly sales. Of Gen Xers, 51%. And we boomers, we're looking for sales everywhere. At least 63% of boomers are looking for sales. So I thought that's kind of an interesting little tidbat. tidbit. And then speaking of coupons, it's hard to find in California. I haven't seen this in a long time in California. But uh, in other parts of the United States, especially in the South, like Georgia or the Carolinas, 
They have double and triple manufacturer uh, paper coupons. They might have a, uh, a maximum that you can use, but double check. There are stores out there that will do that. So um, Stop and Shop is one of them that's like in the Northeast, and they will double your coupons. We used to have, it's not here anymore, CVS actually bought it as a pharmacy, but we used to have something here in Northern California, well, I think it was all over California, called Long's Drugs, and about twice a year, they would do a double or triple coupon. So in my early years, I would clip these coupons, and I remember one time shopping and getting, um, uh, let's see, I spent less than what I had in coupons, so I think my total would have been like $300 that I was buying. I was literally buying stuff for the whole year. And my bill came to about $100, something like that. The other thing before you go shopping is always check your refrigerator and your pantry so that you're not doubling up on things. There are apps to do that now. If you have a smart kitchen, I don't. I actually don't want one, but uh, there are like smart refrigerators who that actually just tell you what you need and what you don't need. There's all kinds of apps for that. Uh, you could use things like Echo and, and um, you know, all of these other, uh, these digital things that are coming out now that will decide what you have and what you don't have. I just use a chalkboard. I write on the chalkboard what I need to, to buy. But uh, like my husband loves sauces, like he loves barbecue sauce. But until I installed these pull-out shelves in my pantry, he just kept buying things and putting them on a shelf. And, of course, they got to the back. When I cleaned out the shelf, I had 15 bottles of barbecue sauce. So <laughs> just do a double, a double check before you go to the store. Now, if you are a senior, some places will actually give you a discount. Um, I know that up in Oregon, the Fred Meyer store, they give you uh, like a 10% discount if you are 60 or older. Some stores are if you're 50 or older. Some stores you just show your art card. You know, I know it could be um, maybe people don't want to do that. But, hey, I would be happy to say, hey, I'll, I'll take the old lady discount. <laughs> now, one thing that kind of shocked me when I was doing research on this was – if I'm going to the store and I'm going to buy any produce that I don't grow myself, what I um, always do is I usually buy individual pieces of something. I will buy individual potatoes as opposed to a sack of potatoes. I will buy, you know, a head of lettuce as opposed to a bag of lettuce. Well, what the experts are saying is that actually when you buy bagged uh, goods, they usually are a little bit less in uh, in weight and um, cost. So unless I, I haven't seen a scale in a store in a very long time, but you might be able to save 10% by buying things that are already bagged. So you might think about that. But speaking of that, if you go to places like Costco or Walmart or wherever you can buy in bulk, you're going to be able to save quite a bit. Now, sometimes you might see a, a discount that says, you know, 10 bags of this for $10 or, you know, 10 cans for $10. You should check to see, maybe you don't need 10 cans, maybe you're living alone or there's just two of you or, you know, there's no way you're going to use 10 of something. Most often, it's, it's an actual sale where you could buy one or two and you still get that it'd only be 10 cents. So check it out. 
another thing is drug stores or pharmacies or convenience stores or even some of those gas station mini marts. Sometimes you're going to find staples there that will be less expensive than at the grocery store. Things like uh, eggs or or uh, milk, or maybe juice. Now, you do have to check the expiration date. Now, just because it says expire doesn't mean it's bad. You can't sell it after it's gone bad, but you probably want to do, uh, you know, check for that. So that's important. One thing that everyone agrees on is prepared foods to be wary of it. Obviously, it's always better to prepare things at home because then you know what ingredients you're putting in it. But in our very rushed, rushed lives, it's pretty easy to run to the deli and to buy, you know, potato salad or couscous or whatever it is. The problem with just buying things at your supermarket from the deli is maybe some of the things are made there in-house, but most of them probably aren't. And you're probably going to find that they're not going to be very healthy. They're not. They're going to have extra amount of preservatives and much too much salt. So whatever you can make at home, do. And uh, like I love beets, for example. But I would prefer to. I grow beets, but when I don't have them, I'll just go and buy uh, some fresh beets. The other day, I got three great big huge beets three big ones for a dollar, whereas my husband will just go to the deli and he'll buy sliced beets, but, and they taste good, but, you know, it's just better. I will buy it, I'll boil my beets, and then I can season them with my cilantro and my garlic and all the things that I want, but I know that they're really healthy as opposed to having too much salt or too much other things. Another thing is you can buy things that might be a little overripe or cans that have been dented and they'll be on sale i know that if i'm going to make banana bread i always look for those bags where the bananas they're not they're they're not too ripe but they're probably too ripe for people to want to buy as individual bananas but they're perfect to make banana bread or they're perfect to make a banana sauce and as far as a can that's dented as long as it's not exploding because it has botulism in it um if it's just dented because it fell you know, hey, good. Now, uh, bring your bags. Not only are you saving the environment, but you'll save yourself some money. In many cities now, there are ordinances. I know that where I live, you have to either bring your own bag or you're charged 10 cents per bag. They're trying to eliminate plastic everywhere, and they're also trying to eliminate bags in general. The only thing is with your own bags, you do have to be careful about keeping them sanitary. So make sure that you're separating your meat and your produce into different bags and that you're washing these bags out and letting them dry. Very important. Some things are also cheaper on the weekdays uh, when stores want to clear their inventory. So you can be uh, clear of that. If you're a beer drinker, evidently beer is 9% cheaper on Monday and it's the most costly on Saturday. Now it makes sense that Saturday and Sunday when you're watching those games, your beer would be more expensive. Ice cream is another good one to buy on Monday. It's said that wine is good on Tuesdays and Wednesday is good for produce. It usually comes in fresh then. It's only maybe 3% cheaper, but it is good. And then the final thing that I think is a really good saver is uh, if you have a freezer. 
One of the great things you can do is buy produce in a season. For example, blueberries or that are ripe now or strawberries. And uh, you'll get them cheaper now. They'll be fresher. They'll be tastier. They'll be more nutrient-rich. And you can easily freeze them. And for ways to freeze things and flash freeze things, just look online. I think you'll find it. But then winter comes along, and when you want some blueberries to put over your cereal, your ice cream, you just have to thaw them out. Like um, I do that, like if I'm going to have, you know, some pork chops, for example, Apple season starts about in August, goes to maybe November. I have a lot of apples. So I, I dice up the apples and I, or I'll make applesauce and I put it in the freezer. And then other parts of the year when I want to use that for whatever reason, I've got it. So those are just a few tips to save you time and money. We all love it. So I hope that you'll implement it. You'll stay safe, you'll save money, and you'll eat well. When I come back from break, we're going to talk some dirt. (laughs) I love talking dirt. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are, and we will be right back. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you seeking a Dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world. Lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR. 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 And visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan. www.cynthiabryan.com. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling out to me. Well, Anwar Sadat said, you're not a realist unless you believe in miracles. And I'm one of those people. I believe in miracles. Welcome back. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. My name is Cynthia Bryan, and I am really glad that I'm going to be talking dirt with you. Not talking dirty, just talking dirt. So 
I had a, um, a, a message that on my email from a gardening client that said, forgive me, I'm recovering from the weekend, but I need your help this summer. The singular American summer festivity that was uh, the 4th of July, which we celebrated just a little while ago, is a time for people to gather, to celebrate, to travel, to have barbecues, to spend treasured moments with their family and friends. You know, they have picnics and swim parties, parades, concerts, fireworks, of course, are always the highlights. But as homeowners prepare their patios and their porches and their balconies and their backyards, For celebrations all summer long, I have really been busy consulting with clients on how to improve their landscaping. Now, the number one problem in the garden that I visit is the quality of the soil. Now, long ago, my daddy told me that there's a difference between dirt and soil. We can be dirt rich and soil poor. And unfortunately, many gardens are filled with lots of dirt and they have very poor soil. So Mother Nature is that miracle worker when we talk about miracles, but it's up to those of us who till the soil, till the dirt, to create the vision and to set the groundwork for Mother Nature to do the real work. But in order to grow a healthy and a beautiful garden, the richness of our soil is paramount. Just as we wouldn't build a house without first constructing a solid foundation, we can't plant a garden unless healthy soil is in place. So over the years, Times of droughts or seasons of heavy rainfall deplete the nutrients in our soil. And when our fruit trees are not producing or our flowers aren't blooming, we start to question why this is happening. So my first response is to gaze at the ground. And my first questions to anybody is, when was the last time you added any compost? Do you mulch regularly? Do you fertilize when needed? Have you had your soil tested? Do you need to purchase any clean soil? Now, normally nobody knows the answers to any of these things. So I'm a very big proponent of having new, fresh, and rich soil delivered every few years to enhance the condition of the dirt in my garden. Now, if you just have an apartment or if you just have a small little garden, you may not need it delivered. You may be able to go down to your garden center, to your hardware store, to the supermarket, and buy a few sacks of uh, improved soil, topsoil, uh, container soil, you know, potting soil. But if you have a bigger yard and you have a front and a backyard, it's probably going to serve you better if you contact a company to have good soil delivered. And the reason for that is even if you have to pay a delivery fee, it's amazing how quickly five or 10 yards of soil will disappear because you need a a good base of two or three inches to really help your garden grow and to let that good soil mix in with your bad dirt or your, I guess it's not, I shouldn't say it's bad dirt. It's just really, um, it has no nutrients in it. It's not healthy anymore. So just as, you know, we wouldn't build that house, as I said earlier, is we really, uh, if you didn't have a good foundation, you don't want to plant your garden. Homeowners and home gardeners can have their dirt tested. 
for a fee, and there's a variety of labs across the United States that will find out about the physical contents, the contaminants, and the chemicals. And with this information, you're going to be able to optimize the growth of your plants and then diagnose any soil-related issues. Now, there are many places that will do this soil testing for you. And I suggest that the most important thing you do is you go to their website or you call them and you find out what it is required, how much it will cost to do. Sometimes some of the agricultural departments at universities will test soil. Here in California, the University of California, um, the extension does not. It just gives you a list of places that will. But you can do an online search of just soil testing and uh, places for soil testing, and you'll be able to find places that are in your area, your state, uh, or your part of the country. And then with that information, you are going to be able to know whether your soil has excess salts. You'll be able to improve any improper nutrient levels. You'll be able to say whether it's too high or too low pH, or you have, if you have problems with the soil itself. So that guidance is really, really helpful, that soil gui- guidance. And then you're going to be able to fertilize properly, amend your dirt, and create the soil that you need for optimum growing. So amend the soil, and then you're going to see how miracles will begin to appear. So uh, for some mid-month gardening guide, what is happening this month uh, in July? We're at the end of July, so the end of July, beginning of August. What are things that you can do? One thing is harvest your garlic. Dig the heads out with a spade. Now, just don't pull on the stems because they'll just break off. What you want to do after you have dug out your garlic, and listen, it's a little bit hard to dig out, especially if the dirt has gotten hard from the summer sun already. Move the garlic out of the sunlight immediately to a shady, dry area like a porch or a garage where it has good circulation. Now, I put mine after I put mine in a box. I just put it, or you know, or you could put it on like a. Um, Let's say you could dry it like on a piece of cardboard or you could dry it on a cookie sheet like that. But I put mine in my garage after I put it on the pan. Oh, and my garage smells so great. It smells like an Italian kitchen. I mean, the garlic is fantastic. Now, it cures the best when you leave the leaves on. And don't wash your garlic or scrape the dirt off the bulb. You either lay it flat or you can gather the stems into bunches. You can hang them upside down. You can braid it, but that usually works pretty well with the soft neck garlic. Now, what curing does is it allows you to enjoy your garlic all the way through winter. And you can eat the garlic immediately, too. But save some of your biggest heads to use as seed garlic for planting in the fall so that you can continue your um, succession uh, planting of garlic. Some things that are kind of fun to do this summer, make a lawn game or play a lawn game that's new to you. You could do a bean bad toss game that's called cornhole. I'm seeing those around at beaches now. Or a ring toss that's similar to horseshoes. It's called quat. If you're not too adventurous, I mean, of course, you could stick to croquet and bocce. Those are always really fun. But it's a good thing to do with family. 
You can prolong the life of lemons by filling a jar with water and then add the citrus and cover the jar tightly. It looks really pretty. The fruit lasts longer than in the refrigerator, and I, th- I really like it on a counter. Now, limes work the same, except if you... Uh, you can't leave those on the counter. Limes need to be in the refrigerator. So even though there's citrus, you know, there's different ways to do it. If you buy vegetables, especially leafy greens like uh, beet tops, uh, kale, uh, Swiss chard, lettuce, and it wilts a bit, all you have to do is place it in a large bowl of cold water for about 15 minutes and then dry off and your vegetables will rehydrate. Carrots are the right time to be picked right now. They're young, they're thin, they're sweet. And the bigger they get, the stringier and the tougher. Carrots don't need to be peeled. People, that is really a false thing. So all you have to do is if you have grown carrots, pull them out, scrub them down, wash them, you know, after they've been scrubbed and just let them dry and just eat them. They're great. You can gather seeds from faded nasturtiums and four o'clocks to plant wherever you want more plants. Nasturtiums are really beautiful cascading over a retaining wall or climbing a trellis, while four o'clocks, they open their blooms in the afternoon at what time? Four o'clock. And it's kind of interesting. You can almost tell the time by the time those flowers start opening. And I wonder if it knows how to do it in different time zones. Uh, I know it does it here in California. Cut your rose rosettes to dry and you can make a very fragrant and elegant potpourri display by cutting your roses that are the same size and then lining them up. Butterflies are everywhere right now, especially the yellow swallowtails. They are so intent um, on, on the flowers that they appear unafraid of the camera lens. So I was chasing them around. I was taking lots of flowers, uh, lots of photos of them. You'll be able to see them on my website. CynthiaBryan.com. Plums, prunes, apricots are ripe. Peaches are coming in. The birds, the squirrels, the raccoons, and the skunks, unfortunately, all love these crops. So you're going to have to get to them. Sometimes it's probably smarter to pick them before they're totally ripe. That way you'll get them and you can just let them ripen on the counter or ripen on the refrigerator. Some of the large crops can break branches, and if you have way too much food or too many, uh, too much fruit, the food banks are always happy to take your extra, so think about that. Now, enjoy the bounty of fruits and flowering trees and shrubs that are happening right now, and then finally, get some swimming and have some fun in the sun this summer. Don't forget your sunscreen. It's important. If you put it on in the morning, first thing, you'd be protected. But remember, sunscreen's usually only good for a couple of hours. And then also, uh, if you, uh, most places do have mosquitoes, you may need some DEET or mosquito repellent. And we'll be talking more about that in our next segment. So when we come back from break, we're going to talk about these pesky creatures that are literally the deadliest um, that are in the world, the mosquitoes. So don't go away. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are, and we'll be right back. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. Change your world. Change your life. 
VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Whether you're a one-person entrepreneur, an employee in a large company, or a huge corporation, the annual ritual of creating a budget is critical to your business success. Statistics show that only one in 10 small businesses actually work with any type of budget, and even fewer find the time to review and revise their projected budgets regularly. An accurate, focused, detailed budget is a key strategic tool for anyone. Budgets enable you to project cash flow, allocate funds for strategic decisions, and forecast in results. Budgets need to be flexible, and they need to be adjustable, enabling a business to meet the projections. Budgets are like a roadmap. They help you get to where you want to go, unless you're willing to get completely lost. If you've not already created a budget, talk with your financial advisor and get information from the internet or the library on how to make a workable, reasonable plan for yourself and for your business. Your success or failure could depend on your budget. Remember, you're the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For more information, visit CynthiaBryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's 925-377-7827. Be the star you are. The star you are. The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion dollars. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556. Bethestarur.org. Dare to care. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling out to me. Well, we are back and we're talking about summer and things that happen in summer. And before I talk about mosquitoes, are you drinking enough water, especially when you're out in the summer sun? The body regulates how much water it keeps so it can maintain levels of the various minerals that it needs to work properly. And every time you exhale or sweat, you use, you lose and you use that fluid. But when you lose the fluid, your blood can become more concentrated. 
concentrated. So healthy people are really good at drinking plenty of water and regulating the water that is in their bodies. Your body has to compensate for fluid loss by releasing stores of water, and that comes mostly from the muscles. But in some cases, especially older people and people who are taking certain medication and young kids, you've got to exert a little more caution. At a certain point, if you lose enough water, your body can't compensate and you become dehydrated and you don't have enough fluid to work properly. So how much water does your body need? An average person on an average day needs about three quarts of water, but it really depends on your situation. If you're out and about on a hot summer day, you might need more water than if you're sitting in an air-conditioned house. Now, how do you know if you're getting dehydrated? And I got to tell you, it is. it sounds like it's not... not um, dangerous but it really is I in the past before the days of carrying around water bottles uh, and before you know when you would just have to find a a, uh, water faucet somewhere I ended up in the hospital I think three or four times because of dehydration and a couple of times had to be taken off a plane because I got dehydrated after a very long flight and not drinking water so it's and it's serious. It really is. You have to have intravenous flu, uh, uh, fluids, you know, put in you, and you can die from it. So you've got to be careful. So here are some signs of moderate dehydration. You're thirsty. You get a dry or sticky mouth. You're not urinating enough, or you have a dark yellow urine. Your school, your skin may feel very cool and dry. You might get muscle cramps or a headache. Now, severe dehydration may also include irritability, confusion, dizziness, lightheadedness, rapid heartbeat, rapid breathing, sunken eyes. I know I actually uh, fainted. And if you see these signs, that could actually be a life-threatening emergency. So for moderate dehydration, drink small amounts of water over a period of time. Don't gulp it, just small amounts. Taking too much at one time can overload your stomach, can make you throw up, and also can cause more damage. But the best way to deal with dehydration is to prevent it. And these days that we all know that we can carry water bottles everywhere with us, make sure that you drink enough water all the time because it's very, very easy to get dehydrated, especially when the temperatures are in the three digits. So somewhere out there, and likely very near you, mosquito eggs are waiting to hatch. And while some people might consider mosquitoes just, you know, a minor itchy annoyance, these insects can put you at a risk for a number of mosquito-borne diseases. Now, one of the most common diseases transmitted by mosquitoes to humans in North America is the West Nile virus. And the abbreviation is WNV. It can cause flu-like symptoms and in rare cases, inflammation of the brain, which uh, turns into encephalitis. And encephalitis is not anything that you want to deal with. It it can be life-threatening and uh, it can also cause severe uh, motor damage to your body. Now, uh, West Nile has been reported in every single state in the continental United States except for Maine. So don't think that if you're in a cooler region that the mosquito doesn't have West Nile. It does. 
The most recent mosquito-borne disease to cause alarm in the United States, and everybody has heard about it lately, is Zika. If you're pregnant or, uh, you know, if you're with somebody that is pregnant, Zika can infect the child, and the child can be born with a very serious birth defect called microcephaly, which is associated with incomplete brain development. Now, people who are bitten by a Zika-infected mosquito can transmit the virus to their sexual partner for months afterwards. So the virus can also be transmitted when an infected person is bitten by the mosquito and that insect successfully incubates the virus before biting another person. So, you know, especially for uh, people who have multiple uh, sexual partners and have been traveling, you really have to be careful about this Zika virus because if a mosquito bites a man, for example, and uh, he has Zika virus in his system, he may not know that he has it, but he could give it to his uh, female partner. So based on this growing health risk that's tied to mosquito bites, the, there are medical entomologists that, you know, are trying to give us the truth behind some commonly held myths about what makes these uh, buzzers bite and what we can do to stop them. So one of the myths is mosquitoes bite only at dusk or dawn. And the truth is, while most common types of mosquitoes may feed mainly at at dusk or dawn, some species feed during the day, while other species feed at night. In fact, the mosquito that transmits Zika, which is called Aedes aegypti, is most active during the day. So that's kind of interesting. Another myth is... Mosquitoes are attracted to people who have blood type O. Well, yeah, you've probably heard that, that they like to bite people with uh, O, but that's really a myth. Aside from the fact that type O is the most common blood type in the U.S., mosquitoes aren't uh, choosy. They just like blood, period. So what does attract mosquitoes? Carbon dioxide. People with high metabolic rates produce more carbon dioxide than people with low metabolisms. And those producing high levels of CO2, um, which, you know, you might exercise a lot, you're running or biking or hiking, you're going to attract more mosquitoes. Another mosquito draw is lactic acid. It's a compound that's found in sweat. And that means that you'll be more likely to get an armload of bites if you sit outside after you have been running. So the third myth is you don't need to to worry about mosquitoes if you live in a dry climate. And as I was just saying, that is totally a myth because while mosquitoes are not as abundant in dry climates as they are in the tropical rainforest, you're going to find them everywhere, including the desert, the southwest, and the high plains, and east of the Rocky Mountains. And research indicates that mosquito populations increase with higher spring soil moisture levels, heavy snowpack, snowmelt, uh, spring rain, all provide sufficient standing water to allow the development of immature mosquitoes, which even in typically dry areas. I know that in Lake Tahoe recently, at oh my gosh, there are so many mosquitoes, and it's because the snowpack is melting, the creeks, you know, are starting to dry up at their pockets, so there's so many mosquitoes. 
So uh, if you want to know what mosquito activity is, there's a website that is that gives you the weather, but you can go to AccuWeather.com and you can add your location to the search box and then look for mosquito in the drop-down menu under personalized forecasts. For mosquito prevention, you want to keep standing water away from your home and you don't just look for the obvious places like the empty flower pots or, or pools. You want to check for water that collects in the rain gutters and buckets. Anything that can hold water can hold a mosquito. It only takes a couple of days for mosquitoes to go from the, from the eggs to mature. Uh, small ponds, you can treat them with a... Um, with these little briquettes that we, you know, they they release a um, a chemical that floats on the water surface, and vegetation around larger ponds has to be controlled, It'll be like cattails and water hyacinths, because they will breed in that. Now, a myth is that DEET D E E T is toxic to humans. Now, the truth about that is it was developed by the U.S. Army in 1946. It's one of the few products that is effective against mosquitoes and biting flies, and it was registered for human use in 1957 and is safe even for pregnant and nursing women when applied according to instructions. The concerns about DEET come primarily from the toxic effects seen when it's ingested inhaled. Now, one thing I just bought is if you go to insectshield.com, there's clothing that is um, treated with DEET that actually the U.S. Army and the government uses, and you can wash it 70 times before the chemical comes out. It has, I just got mine in uh, the mail. It doesn't have any smell to it. It's really attractive materials and looks good. I even got some leggings. So I'm hoping, because I get, I must have a lot of carbon dioxide. I must have high metabolism because mosquitoes love me and I get huge, huge uh, welts. Now, non-DEET repellents, um, they do work, but perhaps not as great as DEET. Uh, Center for Disease Control demonstrated that products containing oil of lemon eucalyptus can be as effective as a low concentration of DEET, but most botanical formulations require frequent application, like every 10 to 20 minutes, so that's not so great. Sprays are not more effective than creams and things that are mixed together, like sunscreen and uh, repellents are not as good. So don't use the combinations. The effectiveness is less than if you use the two separate products. For some reason, mosquitoes are attracted to dark colors, so wear tightly woven, light-colored apparel. If you must wear sandals, make sure that you apply some DEET because mosquitoes like the smell of feet. Skip the bracelets, skip the uh, the skin patches, skip the clip-ons, but do get the insect repellent clothing, the insect shield. I think that you will really like it. I like it. And keep using the bug spray. That's very, very important. And you can look for EPA registration numbers, usually on back labels of any repellent you're considering buying. And that will mean that it is um, safe and effective. And if it doesn't have an EPA registration, I wouldn't use it. So that's what you need to know about mosquitoes. I hope that you'll keep away from them. The other thing is, is they they don't like it when it's breezy or windy. So a fan is also very helpful. 
Thanks for being great listeners. That's our show for today. Make sure you're tuned in right here to Star Style Be the Star You Are every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific with me, Cynthia Bryan. I am your personal growth success coach and I love being your empowerment architect. For more information, visit CynthiaBryan.com. To know more about the charity, go to btsya.org. My aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate you. I'd love to get you reading more books, and you can find more uh, good books at our website, btsya.org, with good reviews so that you can see if it'd be something for you. And until next week, when we celebrate once again, Remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles are going to keep us happy. I'm Cynthia Bryan. This has been Star Style. I thank you and I encourage you. Be the star you are. Have a very happy summer week. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. You are the It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit StarStyleRadio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan. Every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are. Keep loving you.